Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. In this podcast, she writes, My husband of two years is claiming that my love is not real for him. He says it feels like I'm pretending to love him and he's not happy. I do love him. I'm very much in love with him. There are moments when all I want to do is cuddle up next to him and for him to hold me. All I can think about is what he's thinking. He says he's unhappy and is not ready to divorce yet, but I have suggested counseling and he declines. What should I do? My husband is a believer. Okay, well, um, I guess I would question that last line. If he's a believer, why is he suggesting divorce? No believer or someone <laughs> acting as a believer would suggest divorce. Right, right. Unless there's infidelity. Right. Right? Uh, abuse, he, he could get out of there, but it's not divorce. Right, right. Okay, so. Anyways, um, so he's claiming that her love for him is not real. Well, I would ask the question, are you um, meeting his needs through his love language? Um, he, his love language might be, um, I don't know, acts of service. And she's, she's trying to meet his love language through physical touch. How do you figure that out? You find out what he loves. What is it that he enjoys? What makes you feel most loved by me? And the other thing, too. Right, say that question again. I don't know. What did I say? This is what she should ask him. Hon, what makes you feel most loved by me? Right, right. And the other thing I would challenge this wife on is two years. Um, you know, if she's a young bride, she might not really know what respecting her husband looks like. That's his language. Okay. In spite of any other In love language. In spite of any other language. Um, a woman, our, our main language is to feel loved. Okay. For a man, their main native language is to feel respected. Respected. And then you have the other love languages. You know, there's five of them. There's physical touch, acts of service, um, quality time, um, gifts, and words of praise and affirmation. Okay. Great book out there, The Five Love, love Languages. Now, I honestly thought it was a very dry, boring book. So I just went back to like, the questions. Well, you just summarized the whole thing, right? Yes. And, and you can take a little test. You could even go online and, and do this. And one of the fun things you could do with your husband is the, the two of you do it. So you can figure out what is it that makes this man tick and feel most loved by me and feel respected by me? Because it seems like those needs aren't being met because then she quickly went into how she felt loved. Okay. How right. she wants to cuddle and you know, all this stuff. He's not probably on that same page. So you're, you guys are disconnecting there and what you guys need from one another. Um, a woman needs to be able to say, say to her husband, this is what I need from you. And a man needs to be able to say the same thing. And because they're so young in their marriage, maybe the, those things aren't taking place. This is what I need from you. What do you need from me? Right. Very simple. Very simple. What do you need from me? What do, What can I get? How can you feel most loved and respected by me today? Okay. So and, and another twist on that, and, and we've done this, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how would you rate our relationship right now? Right. Okay? Right. And you say? I would say it's an eight. It's an eight. An eight. Okay. What What can I do to make it a nine? We need to go out on a date. You don't go to the ten. Okay? <laughs> if it's a six, what can I do to make it a seven? Right. Right. Okay? And then he will tell her or she will tell him based on that question. And you do that stuff and immediately you 
you elevate your relationship. Well, and you have something to work towards, and you've you've invested in, in your marriage, and you figured out what is it that um, that that makes him drawn to me, and, and so forth. So I would I would put some of those things into play there. Um, but the idea of the suggesting counseling and he declines, that's, that's, I, I would be concerned about that, but I put that on the back burner for now and try and do the other things to just try and connect, um, their marriage. Um, but there is a concern when he says, well, no, I don't want to go to counseling. Uh, I, I don't understand that. Well, um, I don't know if it's a pride <clears throat> deal. Probably. I, this is just amazing. He says he's unhappy and is not ready to divorce yet. I mean... Who even has that conversation? Right. Okay. Right. Shut up about the divorce stuff. That's the stupidest thing anyone could ever say in their marriage. You don't use that word. It's like pointing a loaded gun at someone. Right. I don't care. Well, I don't care how you use it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's now going to be riddled with insecurities. So um, if that's a constant thing that's happening in the marriage, you need to find your, even if it's not happening in your marriage, a wife has to find her worth and, and strength and um, security in, in, in Christ and Christ alone. Because no man is going to be able to fulfill all those needs. It's only Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah, that would be my so, encouragement. To so I want you to summarize this. In, in one sentence, this says, what should I do? Summarize it for me. Um, find out what makes him feel loved by you. Uh, look into doing the, the five love, love languages. Do that test together if he would do that. And on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate our marriage? And how can we make it better? I would do those things and start implementing them. And then if he wants nothing to do with that, something else is going on. Something else is going on. Right. Because that's, that's not normal. I would then go to him and say, well, then let's go to counseling. He says no. And then I would watch his behavior. I would then take it to the church and, and get counseling for yourself. And by the way, this is biblical counseling. Oh, yes. You don't go to a counselor who says they're a Christian. You go to a Christian counselor. Who or counsels out yes, of the word of God. Counsels out of the word of God, or you go to the pastor, or right, or to right. the church, because all that other advice, it's garbage. Well, and if he says no to counseling, and if he's not looking to make his marriage better, um, you really got a, a man who is acting as an unbeliever. Right, and so she has to look at him a little differently. Yeah, in that light. yeah, he's not living by the <clears throat> same authority in which she's living because. By. Just because I say I'm a believer is not good enough. No, that Jesus work. needs to be his Lord. Is it is he walking in a way where Christ Jesus is the Lord of his life? Right. Or is he the Lord of his life? Right? And we, we see a lot of husbands just pulling out the I'm a believer card, right? Right. I'm a Christian card. Time. It's like, yeah, you stole that card because you really aren't. <laughs> well, because the Bible talks about you'll know them by their fruits. And there needs to be an actual show of... Jesus Christ being the Lord of their life. Right. And it's one thing if you're struggling, you know, you might be spiritually struggling, but you're still pursuing Christ. Okay. So he might be spiritually struggling, but if he checks out, yeah, then, then you definitely need to um, consider that he's, he just said, I believe in Jesus. Well, even the demons believe in Jesus, but they're not saved. That's right. Okay. You're a smart gal. Thank the Lord for that. I'm Eric Engel. I'm Jolene Engel at jolenengel.com. <laughs>